0: Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Juno. All right, all right. You can turn me up a little bit more than the headphones. MTA. Yo.
1: Yo. I got him like, he leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship can never exist. <ximal singing> I know this don't sound as good as music I should be playing, but the music will be played right now, cause it's time for me to stay in my emotional bag. <laughs> yes. I like that emotional bag. bag. Ooh. Yes. Like I tell people all the time, bro. Like I tell people, bro. When mom was playing this, I knew there was rough times ahead. Dad done messed up, but we here though. I look like here. I could be in the video. You do, right? Yeah. Like you could be in a Carl Thomas video. Yeah. I wish I never I met her. In the back, like. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wearing some bad boy clothing. Yeah, just some like a it's... little bit, like a little bit more shiny, and I'm just like, Yo, bro, you would totally be in that. That's totally you right there. Straight up, bad boy, can't stop, won't so like, stop. It's like shimmy, a little <laughs> bit in the back. Music videos back in like the early 2000s was like a main event. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah bro, you know how many times I made like false promises that I was like calling to 106 and Park and I never called in?
0: Oh my, bro, I never got in. Yeah, TRL. I just, yeah, I And that I'm used to be a thing
1: too. Like 106 and Park used to actually sell tickets. Yeah. Like free tickets. And I was lucky enough to actually get the tickets, but I never pulled up, and I wow. regret it. I regret it. <laughs> like okay. I really do because I should have. I should have. But I was in high school and broke. Oh, you know, I feel
0: that. I, I, I should have did. And that shit know. was always in like, yeah, the it was Bronx deep. somewhere. Yeah, right. But, like deep in the Bronx. Yeah,
1: and it's not like how I am now. Like, oh, like I'm such a city
0: lover. Like I'll pull up anywhere, yeah, 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 yeah. no matter what. It was like
1: no it's been years since I've been there <laughs> So I don't that's, one, that's
0: one thing I will say you said that you would pull up to the city and you did and yeah. most people now like that are still in Westchester are just like yeah yeah I'll come through I'll come through yeah yeah oh man I'll hit the city up and then they'll never come Yeah, they, they
1: don't like and I think it also helps for me too because it's like I work in the Bronx and yeah, I also so have a lot of work to do in Manhattan Right. So it's like I'm used to that though.
0: And you're more in, in you're creative.
1: Yeah. And you like to be around that. Yeah. Like the hustlers and. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of dope spots in the city to go to to like work.
0: Oh, for sure. Like
1: I am like a Starbucks scout. Oh. Like I go to Starbucks in the city and I'm literally scouting and looking like, yo, can I do work here?
0: Can I like rip off four straight hours of like working here? You got to look at some like these spots called the bean yeah the bean that's uh it's a coffee place and now they're opening up new spots that are coffee places but they're like small we works yeah so you'll have like charger ports at every seat and yeah, like all this shit that's, a, so that is that's huge. it's actually by union square they're almost open Bet. i'm in union square quite
1: a bit yeah let me go ahead and do the introductions for the show folks is going on welcome to an episode of the four side this year where Arden talking to you this is episode 85. We are recording this on Friday, May 31st, 2019. Hope all is well with you guys. Make sure you're following us on all socials at 4 Pod. Give us a fun and honest review and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. All with checking out the YouTube channel. Things have been pretty good. I have a very special guest with me, a good friend of mine, Luis Galloway. White Plains Zone, man. Thank I, you very much. I remember the interview... That we did yes. that I had on my medium Yeah. That was really good
0: I actually the other day I was in my Arrogant bag uh, and, I, and, okay. I, and I googled myself yeah. <laughs> And that shit came up And yep. I was like oh shit bro yep. This was By And we were talking yep. about like cultural appropriation, yep. cultural appropriation And that was like before Cultural appropriation was like yep. a fun topic to talk yep. about Ohio State days yeah, Ohio And State. all that
1: stuff that was really good I mean I googled myself too a lot Like I'd be proud when I like yeah, google myself did. And I okay. see, like, articles of me that I've wrote oh, yeah. a pop-up. I'm like, maybe oh, yeah. I can give you three pages worth oh, of Google okay yeah.
0: And after, like, a night out when you don't remember too much, you got to Google yourself to make sure yeah. the <laughs> That's how you wash away way to remember. Yeah, you're like, yo, I don't remember, <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I think I'm good. I think yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you do that for a nice little night out. Yeah. And uh, Luis, guys, is somebody that I've known since, since high school. Uh, we had an English class together. Yeah. We had an English class together. I know you for that. Playing football. Yep. You were friends with some folks that were like the athletes of the crew. Yes. So I remember always seeing you around for that. Yeah. But over the years, man, you've had such an evolution from that guy that it's I true. met at 16, 17 years yeah. old. You too, man. Yeah, I tried to. Man. <laughs> I try to. So, like, I've seen the fact that in recent years, you've gotten into the arts. Be yes, a stand up comedy. Um, you've been hosting a podcast, which I listen to every week. It's a good podcast. Oh, thank you, man. I do. Thank you. Shout man. out to you and Michael. You, you know, cool. plug the podcast thank real cool. quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it's a,
0: at the SEL podcast. Facts. Go, uh, go listen, rate. Right it's a fun little podcast. It More is. comedy, top line shit. It we'll is. We'll have Arden on there. It we'll is. We'll bring them all the way to Brooklyn. I, I will. Hey, <laughs> I'll pull up. I will gladly pull up.
1: Um, And it's just been great seeing you in that space because it's kind of going to get us into where we're going to kick off the show with. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that, you know, especially you getting into comedy. And not many people know this, but, like, I'm really into comedy. Like, I love comedy. I've spent many nights watching comedy specials and, in a way, studying it. Mm -hmm. Um been to live shows i've seen like my favorite comedian ever somebody who i feel is arguably the greatest perform live was it dave Chappelle. okay good, good, good so like i've seen that and i've seen your bits online and i've seen you perform live yeah and you are funny and Maybe. there is a maturity about you with that so again man just like what made comedy that that thing what made you just be like man i want to jump into the game and, yeah and explore?
0: so so I feel like this is kind of like what some of the new artists are getting into now. It's, it's uh, you go to school because you were told yeah. you have to go to school. Yeah. You get your degree and then once real life hits, you're mm-hmm. like, this can't be it. Yeah. Like this really can't, this is not what they told me it was going to be. So yeah. that's when I started to look at my, my hobbies and my passions to see what would be something that I would actually love to do, right? Yeah. And when I was little, bro, I was, like, that little kid that would, like, stop the party mm-hmm. and make everyone get in the living room, and I would read Comedy Central jokes. I didn't uh, even know what the fuck I was talking about. Like, I was doing, like, lawyer jokes and, uh-huh. um, and fucking, uh, like, stepfather jokes and yeah. shit. I didn't know, but it was fun <laughs> to make people laugh. Yeah. So that's what I went to when I felt like that after I graduated college and I started to check out the comedy scene and... Fortunately, dog, like uh, we're in the best comedy city in the world. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, granted, there's a lot of competition, but uh, uh, or oversaturation, but that's it was the fact that it was right there for me to try. Yeah, and I just started to try it. Mm-hmm. I took one class with this uh, with this woman that I always remember. Her name is Veronica Mosey. Okay. Mosey, yeah. Mosey. Shouts. Shout yeah, shout out. out to her. She she's a regular at the Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm and i remember after the class she was like you're a natural you mm-hmm. should you should try mm-hmm. like because a lot of people take like comedy classes to get over their public speaking fear yeah. mm-hmm. or like you know they're doing i don't know they're, they're trying to get over some sort of fear or they're trying to be more they're, they're trying to try acting with comedy with something yeah. but um, a few times you get like people that want to do stand up comedy mm-hmm. out of them and i just tried it and um, i started to do what we call bringers yeah so bringers is like basically like a club will give you like five to six minutes Mm -hmm. if you bring like five to seven people yeah yeah yeah. um it's a scam it is it's just like the music business like that
1: make upcoming artists sell tickets and if they can't so the tickets they can't perform and yeah, they got out a of pocket and they the don't same give a thing. fuck about you like yeah. they don't
0: care about your art. It's very it's it, it's a part of it though. Mm-hmm. It's a part of it. Lots of time bringers can be like auditions. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole nother thing right? The industry's all kind of fucked and it's like very um, it's very white. Yeah, like very white. Absolutely. Uh, all the gatekeepers are white. So mm-hmm. like what you see now is you see a lot of people in the city and in other places they start creating their own platforms, right? Yes. So, Which I really like, by the way, yeah. side note, it's,
1: I like how in comedy, it's very similar to me with like, you know, outside of podcasting, you know, like folks that really know me also know that really I've got my start as a creative. this dude, sports media, right. something yeah. I still maintain to this day. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love comedy so much and I really enjoy the, the emerging comedians is because of the fact that a lot of you guys really got to get it on your own like yeah. there has to be this ability to want to create your own platform and have to mm-hmm. build and go after it similar so to us sports writers and people in sports media that have to launch their own website right. launch their own shows launch their own avenues it's mm-hmm. it's not just like in other businesses where it's like hey you know i could work through this avenue build my way up and then uh-huh. be good it's yeah you no, gotta it's... start on your own
0: yeah a lot of people like a lot of the older like the older heads will be like you know you guys have it a lot easier because you got like social media and you got like this and that etc like uh, everything's more accessible for you yeah but in turn like almost the the oversaturation has made it a little bit harder for you to stand out right Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is just about like staying on it so Mm -hmm. like you notice like a lot of people will start a podcast. Yeah. But it'll die after fifteen episodes. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy because we're at episode eighty five. Yeah,
1: fucking Suck up. it represent.
0: <laughs> uh suck it from the back. Um <laughs> No, nah, but that's also something, right? So like you, you figure out like I gotta put on my own show. Yeah. Because these clubs are gonna be what clubs are. Mm-hmm. Um and you gotta make your own friends. You gotta try and do a podcast, and if and if you and if you're trying to do other things than just stand up, mm-hmm. you gotta try and start filming your own sketches yep. and writing your own this and mm-hmm. trying to be like like right now I'm getting into writing more. Yeah. So like I'm I'm writing um I'm writing like my first little series It's nice. like a little comedy series. Mm-hmm. It's comedy and 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 like lifestyle. I don't know how to yeah. explain it. I don't know too much about that shit. But like I'm just starting to write because. Like, um, an older dude um, that's, like, top right now. Like, he's doing very well. His name is Josh Gondelman. Mm-hmm. Um, he he actually, like, I reached out to a couple people. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you reach out to some people that you identify with that come from your background. Yeah. That are urban. That seem like they're for the culture. And you reach out to them and they leave you on read. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it. There on a different level, you don't. There's you don't have to answer no one. But this dude, you know, I can't really relate to him because he is. Um, he's not from where I'm from. Yeah. But he answered yeah. me, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Yo, I can't meet with you, but yo, shoot me an email." Da da da. And I was like, "Yo, that's so cool." So I shot him an email. He gave me some advice. He um he's one of the head producers at uh, Diz Samero. Wow. So he gave me some advice, and I'm like, I took that shit. To so got I take it. that now and I'm like, I got to work on my other avenues mm-hmm. and keep, to me right now, who knows, it might change in a little bit, but like right now, stand up is sacred to me. Mm-hmm. So like the videos that you see online are probably like, that's it. Mm-hmm. After that, it's like, I'm going to keep it to live com- to live stand up comedy, but you know, I'm going to start writing like mm-hmm. sketches and yeah. little mini episodes and then keep the podcast going. And honestly, that's a natural
1: progression yeah, just as... Is. As a, as, a, as a close observer of comedy, mm-hmm. that just really has a how to go. And I'm really happy that you're embracing writing. You yeah. know, not just because I'm, I'm a writer, but it's just more so because of the fact that like, especially in comedy, you have to keep your pen sharp. You, have you gotta to. keep your pen sharp. Yeah. You gotta really, it's like in a way, you, it's like basically keeping a diary. You really yeah. have to keep down what's happening in your life, writing yeah. down inspiration. Exploring the possibilities and it's also just the fact that like I said before it's it's a natural progression It's of course once you get into it and you you get into whatever it is and in this case through stand-up It's like yeah, you want to get into your writer bag and see I can I do a series can I do episodes Can I do sketches? Maybe one day can I do a movie? So it's 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 it makes perfect sense It makes perfect sense and that's why I said before I really like comedy from that aspect of Mm -hmm. oh ha 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 it makes me laugh Mm -hmm. because it's like there is a power in the independence of comedy you know it's there's an independence there is a legitimate sense of being unique Mm -hmm. and there's just that thing where community like from the few shows i've gone to Mm -hmm. um I've been fortunate enough to see shows at Caroline's mm. at uh I think possibly Baby's Alright oh nice yeah uh to the cellar mm. like I'm able to get around if I'm lucky enough and I'm in the city and it's yeah. like I'm bored and yeah. I'm lucky oh I crap mean, that's Always comedy yeah on, oh crap man. $20 ticket sure yeah. I'll, I'll pay yeah. for that now and I like seeing the community between comics
0: that yeah. are just trying to get there yeah that you'll see that going more to like like bar shows yeah and shows at smaller places because we're we're trying to uplift the well it's a very general term. This is not this is not I I love that you see community from the outside, but it it, it's not exactly that Mm -hmm. um with across the board. Yeah. But there is a community and there is people trying to build each other up Mm -hmm. and and people go and hang out at shows, people go and support Comics that are comics at shows like I go to my friend shows all the time I mm-hmm. go to other shows just to just to see um, Just to see what's going on uh, with that show and, and also I'm a producer of uh, My show Risa comedy at the battery electric. Yeah, and now I'm starting a new show in, in Bushwick pull up Yeah, pull up. It's called be uh, less comedy. Pilas mm-hmm. means batteries in Spanish Yeah. or energy mm-hmm. So we're gonna bring that yeah, but yeah, um so I'm starting that, but it's also, like, I don't want to... Like, I'm not on a level where I could like, hit up, like, fucking Godfrey or something, and yeah. he's going to come through.
1: But you know what, though? And this is why, in a way, like, I'm a little jealous of comics from this point. Yeah. Like, again, like, I'll go from the standpoint of it being a media guy. Yeah. The closest I can get if I'm lucky is if I'm covering a game, and it's like, oh, snap, so-and-so from, like, ESPN, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I might be able to, like... Dap them up, we might exchange words yeah. and stuff, right? And, and it has happened. Yeah. But in comedy, it's so ill because you could be at a show in the mm-hmm. city, and this is real talk. Again, if, if you know comedy, if you follow comedy, you know exactly what I'm saying is true. You could literally be at a spot chilling, you know, as comics say, I'm about to get this workout in. Yeah. I'm about to work out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You could go up there for 15 minutes, and next thing you know, motherfucking Chris Rock walking. Yeah. Yep, Kevin Hart walks in. It's true. Chappelle, God knows whatever he does mm-hmm. these days. Literally, just be like, "Hey, man, I was just in New York. Just want to pop up." Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's why it's so ill because it's like, yo, there's just that dynamic of. Yeah. Yes, of course, there's the every day, every night connections, fellow fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you could literally sit, share the same stage, yep. back room, and drinks with like basically a Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, don't no, And they'll watch free. you. Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're such students of comedy, they'll be like, "Oh, who's this dude? At okay. I'll 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 spend ten minutes to watch him. Yeah, I'll awesome. even do the honor of what I'll do with like my other A plus brother in this. Yeah, write down a little notes. Here you go. Oh yeah, here's
0: some notes for you, pimp. Oh, yeah. I saw what you tried to do there. That joke, that transition. Like that's so ill to me. Yeah, no, we definitely we definitely have that in in that sort of sense. Yes. Yeah. Because like you 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 even look at the class of comics that I'm in right now. Right. Once we go to another level, um, we all still share that love for each other. And then when we get to whatever level we're trying to go to, when we're back in town and we want to work, we're going to our friend's work. Yeah. Like, we're going to his to their show or um, people that we know that are going. Like, if we see a lineup and it's like, oh, man, all these people are going up. I would imagine, like, when, when I'm at that level, I'd be like, oh, I want to, like, drop by there to see them and hopefully go up, too. Like, like I've had... I've had Derek Gaines. I don't know if you know who Derek. Yeah, Gaines I've seen Derek Gaines. Yeah, Derek Gaines. He's uh, he's on the last OG. Super mm-hmm. funny dude. And it's because I'm a good friends. Uh, one of my boys' name's Pockets. Mm-hmm. Pockets Graham, another great, another good comedian. And um, he uh, he was like, "Yo, I, I booked him on my show." He was like, "Yo, um, I was with Derek, and he wants to come through. Can you can you throw him some time?" I'm like, "Of course!" Like mm-hmm. this dude's at the cellar all the time. So it's like that sort of shit. Yeah. Does happen in comedy a lot, and and you never know, man. You just like right now, uh, a girl that I know, I'm not really good friends with her, but her name is Natalie Natalie Okar. She's opening up for Mo Ammer. Wow. And I assume that it was through, cause she cause she goes up at some clubs now. Yeah. So I assume it was just like he maybe hit a club and saw her, mm-hmm. and they're uh, she's Lebanese and. Mo I think, is Middle Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. might be butchering that. Um, But, like, you know, you have that connection with another comic, and you're like, yo, your shit would work great to open up for me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, because you think about it, it's like, yeah, I'm giving them an opportunity, but I'm also making my show better. Yeah. I want a great female comic to open up my show, you know, do like a quick 15 up top. And then I come into my my forty five hour. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're and you're giving back. Mm-hmm. Now, not everyone shares that sentiment, but like we, we do we do have that, and that's what I'm trying to build. I'm, uh, we got our show, we got another show, we got a podcast, got a couple other friends that are starting up a show, and it's like we got to give each other opportunity because a lot of the times these clubs aren't going to let us in, mm-hmm. and it's not because it's not because like I'm salty or anything about like them not recognizing us. It's just like they're the gatekeepers and they're old and they don't yeah. they're they're old white people.
1: I hear you, bro. Or
0: they or they ex comics. I tell totally you. Which is which you. is fine. Like listen, I don't I don't knock them. But if if I'm hitting this door, mm-hmm. I'm not going to wait in front of it. Yeah. I'm going to try and make it around it. Yeah. I, it's look, the same thing with the writing problem. It is, too. Yeah. especially
1: with this game coverage going yeah. games, because it's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a big deal to because part of it too is also just it's something that is also very oversaturated and there's Mm -hmm. so much competition and you're fighting in this sea of people to try to stand out and be visible you need every advantage possible so for me at the previous levels i was at to even now a thing that helps me stand out is the fact that yo arden is covering games like Mm -hmm. all right he's at the garden all right he's at yankee stadium he's at MetLife. like those things really help me out a lot yeah. so you just need that because a lot of folks and i remember talking with a friend about this how there's a lot of people out there that are super rich that are super famous that none of us know that doesn't oh, mean that they're facts. not that and even for us at this point we are legit like We put resume with resumes... Everything we've done... Maybe the people that we even know... It's like we're as legitimate as they come... We're like technically qualified... To get into these places... It's just You just don't see it... As somebody that's the the, the gatekeeper... Or somebody that could let me in... Because you're just not willing to do the research... Or you're stubborn in your own ways...
0: Yeah and it's also about like... You come up with your people... And you end up giving opportunity to, to your people... Now you have this full new this new wave of talent right Mm -hmm. just within the arts i guess let's keep it general yeah um that has ascended a little bit quicker than the last yeah than the last class but or two classes ago more but it's like didn't y'all do this to Mm -hmm. pave a way yeah so why am i why are you mad at me that i'm here and i'm showing what i got but you're like no 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 like the, those people that get turned away they're like how many years you've been doing this mm-hmm. and you know I'll go two and they'll be like oh see you see you in like two more years and it's like got it don't worry about it. like I get it like the the more years a comic has the way better he is mm-hmm. but if you see raw talent or you see someone that truly impresses you why not give them the exactly opportunity? like if like these clubs are dying. Absolutely Except for the cellar And then like And and like Caroline's and shit But these other clubs Like now they're starting to get other people to produce shows that are comics within because they can bring in the crowds, but no one's trying to go yeah. and pay out of pocket like with the two drink minimum and all yeah, that Yeah, I shit. say that too. That's crazy, bro. That adds up. They knock you over the head with fifty dollars, bro, uh-huh. and you're seeing comics that you don't really know. Yeah, or invested uh, in, like. Yeah, or invested in, but like with these produced shows, you know, you got comics that are passionate about their own lineup, so they'll bring in the people the cost gets a little reduced but you get more people in the room so that's the sort of way to like build this community up but there's the it's also like i feel like the the rappers too like even in the music industry like it's like oh man this dude blew up in a year from soundcloud i was doing this shit for 15 years yeah and he has more plays than me Mm -hmm. but it's like Bro, it's the natural progression of of the of the industry, yeah. the art of of, of the medium. Mm-hmm. So like you can't, I get it. Like you can feel a certain type of way, but but don't. Other people getting bread doesn't affect your bread. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or or eating like other people eating at the table, you still get your food. Mm-hmm. Why not bring that person in and be like, yo, let's eat together. Yeah. Let's both eat. Like I'll be in the back because I got this experience. Why not give this young dude a little bit of advice and catch the train with him mm-hmm. why not but it's it's hard though it's hard especially when when you're not like the uh, typical mm-hmm. um, white comic
1: yeah
0: and people just don't really have
1: perspective yeah you know sure. not, yeah. not many people have that perspective and before we before we change topics I do want to talk about like favorite acts that whether we like see in person or just watch a lot okay like, uh, I think I may have mentioned it before the show. I know for me, like, my all-time favorite act mm-hmm. always and forever is Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, that's my guy. He's amazing. Um, I, had the, I had the great privilege. I call it the privilege. I had oh, no, the great privilege is. of seeing him perform, like, about two years ago. Yeah, it was during his residency at Radio City. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had already made plans to see him. Yeah. It wasn't a matter of if it was when. Yeah. Um, I was it's, during the summer for me is when I make like my greatest source of income. So like I knew I had the bread. So it was just like All right, I just gotta find one. Yeah. And I remember I originally because this was during his res- residency where he had like so many guests where it was, oh like, yeah it was random pop ups yeah, like every single night and the one show I was actually p- targeting. Was him and Childish Gambino. A.K.A. Donald Glover. Yeah. Because for me, outside of Drake and Jay-Z. Gambino's like my top three most influential in the arts. You oh, know? Bro, he's, he's a and, Especially with like music. Because around the same time I was following Drake. Uh-huh. It's been like the same time I've been following Gambino. So I'm like 11 to 12 years in with my fandom. Okay. And they've like influenced me so many ways. But... The tickets was just out the ass. Like, yes, I had money, folks, but I'm not trying to spend that much money. Yeah, this was like following Redbone, so he was like red hot. But crazy enough, because I'm a StubHub guy, I was able to find tickets for Chappelle. And on the night that I saw him, Chance the Rapper was his performer. Oh. And I saw John, uh, John Stewart, Hannibal Buress. Hannibal's pretty. I think I saw Mo as well there. Oh, that was great. Yeah, and most I saw, of his friends. And I saw uh John Mayer. John Mayer. I saw Oh yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: I know. I mean, I remember seeing all the pictures yeah. come out. And I that, was so. there,
1: and I had such a great seat. And it was probably it's probably like my favorite show experience ever. Yeah. Because with Chappelle, man, and Chappelle's like my guy who I will watch like YouTube clips of Oh, yeah, man. every day, all day. Like yeah, I know what that's like. There's like one video where it's like just 18 minutes of behind-the-scenes Chappelle show where he's working on bits in front of the audience during outtakes. Oh, and, shit. Uh, this, <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah, this is like 03, and he's telling a joke about like when the Yankees and Red Sox were facing each other, and like the manager rushed Pedro Martinez, and he was like, everybody's all trying to bum up. Pedro for kicking that old man in the chest. He's, I would have done the same thing too. He's with all that old man rushing. He's not supposed to do nothing. Hmm. He's Puerto Rican. Yeah,
0: you he, he gotta know that.
1: He's out to kick that old man in the chest. This is for Rosa Parks.
0: Bah. <laughs> That's how you know someone's a true fan when they can say the bit. Yeah, like word for word, bro. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, uh, I have comedians that I can do that too.
1: Yeah, like Chappelle's my guy. Hannibal has been up there in recent Hannibal's years. Who else? Those are really like uh, I, I really want Gambino to get back into comedy because this last full one was really good. Well, when you
0: think about it, he he is doing it. He's just doing it through a different medium. Yeah, he is. Like, you know, he's, he's, I don't know if he'll go back to stand up uh, because I just think he doesn't have time. Yeah. But it's uh it's beautiful to see him mm-hmm. get to where he got because. That is what, in my opinion, we should be going for. Exactly. As young creatives, like we are in an age where we are all like pluralists. Mm-hmm. Like we have our writing, we have our our audio form, we have performance. But then you see these dudes like Donald Glover, and like I'll even compare him and Virgil Abloh as almost yeah. the same type. Like they progress by doing almost three or four things at the same time mm-hmm. um, and one uplifts the other and one uplift and they create fan bases so once the fan once the fan that loved Donald Glover on JFL mm-hmm. once they see that he wrote or is acting in a the movie they're seeing that and then when the Gambino fan sees that he has JFL they're like oh I didn't even know he did I'm trying to see him do comedy mm-hmm and, uh, and then, you know, he gets to the point where he does his own little short film on Amazon Prime with Rihanna. Yeah. And just fucking kissing her and shit. And yep. I was like, yo, my man's... Yep. <laughs> doing all that. Can I Can I get in on... Like, can, yep. can I get... I want to be a, uh, an extra behind an extra. Like, yep. I don't care. I just want to be on set. <laughs> he had another good short film,
1: too, for actually your favorite uh, acts. Uh, it was called Clapping for the Wrong Reasons. He released yeah, it along with Because people. the Internet. It's like 24 um. minutes... He had like Trinidad James, he had a young chance oh, in word. there. He had a uh, Topanga. Topanga. Oh man, yeah. that's
0: the that's the OG vintage.
1: Yeah, like and Gambino's responsible for like my addiction to Pellegrino. To Pellegrino. <laughs> it's like legit. It's so, so addiction
0: good. to Pellegrino? I love Pellegrino. Okay. okay. I do. Who okay. are some of your favorite acts? Uh some of mine. So, you know, I'd love to I'd love to say there was a, a bunch of like Latin comics that I love, but, like, I just... There was never many that, like, you could identify with. And there wasn't much representation there, so I identified mm-hmm. with black comics. Mm-hmm. I Which loved, is interesting
1: to say, because some folks would be like, oh, there was, a, what's his name, Vasquez, there was George Lopez... So, George Lopez is one of mine. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, he's he's one of... He's, like, the big name that I saw most when I was little. Yeah. Um, I've seen him live, and I've seen him... Um, i seen him at, like... A bunch of different theaters in, in new york i love him yes he um, is really good i love patrice o'neill patrice is great oh r.i.p yeah rest in peace patrice man uh i love bernie Mac. fucking he's bernie. bernie. um his his legendary fucking deaf comedy mm-hmm. it's, um what was it like six minutes that or seven minutes that he did where he was just like i ain't scared it of you motherfucker yep. That is the most amazing See, it might thing in the so world. If I whip it out, this whole room get no no, kick yeah. it, kick yeah. it. Yeah. He did yeah. This little yeah. awkward dance, yeah. yeah. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah. you don't understand. Yeah. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, I love him. Um, and then I really got into this dude recently, like within the last year. Uh, he unfortunately took his life in february he took his own life his name is brody stevens okay oh i know brody yeah yeah, yeah yeah. brody and he to you know he's like the type of dude that they say was a comics comic yeah right because he would he had material of course mm-hmm. he did but he would do these spots where all he would do is talk to the crowd and have this crazy energy and just mm-hmm. be like a force you know like when you're a force we're like where, where you will say some weird shit and the audience can't do anything but laugh. Yeah. Like, they don't even know why they're laughing. They're just laughing. Yeah. Like, that's a comics comic, and I, and I truly love that dude. Um, and then George Lopez, like I said before. Those are, like, my top four. I always loved Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I always loved Dave Chappelle. But I never related to him because I felt like um, he, he was a... Uh, he has this voice, yeah and every time I hear him, I'm like, I just can't be that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. like his voice is so unique. Yeah, I can't be that and he's just such a fucking mastermind bro yeah. Um, but yeah man th- there's also there's also a lot of dudes right now that are coming up that I'm really big fans of man yeah. um, and you know they don't got that much shit out but no there's this dude named Usama Siddiqui. yeah he's um what is he? Let me also give. He's, you a he's, he's from Bang, Bangladesh.
1: Um, let me give a shout because there was one comedian at your show that I want to. He might have been among the last. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to sound racist. I don't know. If he's Indian dude. It was probably. It might have been Usama Siddiqui. He, he was he did, hilarious. He did the dubstep shit. Dubstep, like yeah, like he was uh, his white jokes, his yes. white voice, like soccer. totally dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get That's out of him. pocket, dude. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> he was That's really him. funny. Let me also yeah. give a quick shout as well to like to like the OG Bill Burr, whose podcast oh, I Bill listen Burr, to. Yeah. Bill he's, Burr, he's Burr Trevor Noah up special I've seen multiple times. Uh, this is guys like I could go like on and on about guys like that. Freaking well, who cool. else is? Oh, Michael Shea I loved his stand Oh, Michael Shea, yeah Yeah, those guys I mean, like you really, said really two really
0: Hannibal hmm I fuck with um, Rojo uh, Perez He's mm-hmm. this dude that's coming up uh, Ricky Velas is fired mm-hmm. If y'all don't know P- Pete Abreu Okay He's fucking dope, man And he's for the culture Like, yeah. he's up there Hood as fuck And I mm-hmm. love it Like, mm-hmm. I love it Like, he has He did his last uh, 30 minutes And he calls it a dead ass half and he has a whole joke about how he explains what dead ass is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate him for it because I'm like, man, I wanted to do a joke explaining. Yeah, right. This. But like he got it. That would so be li- something in your arsenal. So now you, you can't touch it when someone yeah. else does it. Like mm-hmm. up on a big stage, you can't touch it. But yeah, no, Usama Siddiqui's a r- real big dude coming up. Like mm-hmm. he's so funny. My dog, uh, Rufat. Agaev, um, Agayev, mm. dude that guy's so funny and then and then you got a lot of really strong female comics coming up yeah, these females are really starting to like this idea. girl named julia shiplet uh mary beth barone sydney washington mary faustin see sydney washington and mary faustin like i don't know them that well i just yeah. met them once really and i i'm not having them on my show but they have their own show in brooklyn sundays at 9 p.m it's one of the best shows Nice. Every Sunday, I know at one of the best shows in the city, bro. It's nice. so fucking funny, bro. And they're so sassy, yeah. And like the pettiness comes out, and I love that shit. Yeah, I eat that shit up. I'm like, yes, let's mm. all embrace our most petty selves. Hell yeah, on stage It's healthy. Yeah, it's, it's healthy. extremely healthy. And now you hold all that shit in, and yeah. you fucking my man my,
1: my man, my man Drake had a great petty moment last night. All throughout the game, all throughout the game, all throughout the game. But what he did on Instagram
0: after, where he posted the video, yeah, with the lint. You know that Drake had to go and find some lint after that, right? Yeah. Because (laughs) in the video, he takes the piece of lint and he throws it to the floor. Mm -hmm. So that means after the like, this is the level of petty god that he is. Mm -hmm. He goes to find some lint. Yeah. And he's just like. Yes, this is this is it. Username, username, Draymond where twenty
1: three. That and was he, funny. Then he
0: covered um
1: his yeah his tattoos, his Kevin Durant and, and Steph's tattoos. I was dying laughing at that, but he was having a ball. But before we talk about Drake, <laughs> let's talk some music and yes. uh, want to talk Cardi B. Price,
0: price, price, price. Yep,
1: Bryce. obviously that song has come out. Uh, Obviously, I have it up, so of course we can play that a little bit. But the reason why we're talking about Cardi is because Cardi has not gotten any sympathy from the general public who uh, care about the fact that, you know, she had a child. So the reason why I'm saying this is because of the fact that Cardi has been canceling shows because of the fact that she's recovering from plastic surgery. And her comments, because of those recovery is this you know i hate canceling shows because i love money i'm a money addict and i get paid a lot of money a lot of money for these shows like i'm canceling millions of dollars in shows but like that's a serious quote health is wealth so i have to do what i have to do my breasts have to freaking heal and it is what it is and people have been slandering cardi online because they're like Oh, Cardi, you know what it was You when you made the decision to get the boobs. And she had another quote in which she said, I'm not like you everyday people. I'm an entertainer. I have to do this 24 hours a day, so I just can't have the time to do whatever it is that is known as recovery. So, Luis, should we feel bad for Cardi
0: or not? No, we shouldn't feel bad for Cardi because of her explanation. Okay. Okay. Elaborate. The only reason I say that is because mm-hmm. if she would have come out and mm-hmm. she would have been like, listen, you guys are doing what you do to all entertainers. Yeah. You guys forget that we're human beings. Yeah. That, that we push our bodies mm-hmm. to levels where like we'll perform and you have no idea that I passed out right before I got on stage, but I still got up there mm-hmm. for you guys and mm-hmm. for the money, obviously. Yeah. But she just like came out and said, and she was like, you know, I like I'm addicted to money. I love money, and trust me, I wouldn't I wouldn't give up this money and money, 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 and and I got my I got my I got my uh, operation done. Now don't get me wrong, I came off real spicy, but yeah, yeah, yeah to feel a little bit bad for her, but uh, because she's going through recovery as a physical human. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think it should be a subject yeah like wh- why 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 is it so bad that she like she'll do it? it's just not like she's not gonna do these shows she's just having to do them later on a different date yeah because she's contractually ob- obligated to show up and do a show mm-hmm. now there's probably a clause in there for health and shit like that yeah but she'll come back mm-hmm. but like it's just everyone wants to focus on the fucking negative bro yeah everyone loves negative everyone wants to I feel like either the world loves Cardi, or they like slightly hate her, and I don't like that. Like either love or hate them. Yeah. But don't like slightly hate her. Yeah. If you're gonna hate her, hate her completely. Yeah. But like they slightly hate her, they're like, oh, she had to go get a boob job, and like she knew she had, um, she knew she had shows, and it's like, well, yeah, she, she she has, she's a person. Yeah. She's if she's your favorite artist, then shut your mouth. Yeah. Like she's fine. Mm -hmm. I just came out with a new single. Yeah, it's okay in my. But,
1: yeah, it's okay. Yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, press is okay. I pressed plate on it, but it was
0: okay. Uh, there there was some there were some fans that were like, oh, what what is this? I don't yeah I don't get I don't get this Cardi, and it's like guys, you joined late. This yeah. is Cardi. Like three, four, or five years ago, yes. this is what she sounded like. Mm-hmm. And it's also everyone loves a hood bitch until she gets real hood, and then they're like, "Yeah, Wait, that's a little too much." Exactly. Wait, exactly. I didn't under- what? It's that's- like the minority
1: that shows that yeah. they're actually a minority. Like yeah. well, even when they, yeah, are her boots fitting
0: in those? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it's like, bro, she is a hood chick.
1: I, I, honestly, I, I feel bad for Cardi. I do because I think for one, it's super easy to slander Cardi because let's it, she's not the best communicator she's not the best speaker no. so it's it's super easy to just like get triggered by what she says but at the same time i fell for it because i saw this I, honestly i saw what was like a terrible take on twitter where somebody quote tweeted and of course it had to go viral and where somebody was like pretty much compared cardi to beyonce like oh like well beyonce went through pregnancies and she went through this that and the third and i'm like this is a terrible take I'm like, here's what you got to understand between a Beyoncé and a Cardi. Yes, Beyoncé went through a lot. But you also know what Beyoncé could do at this point of her career? She can pick and choose when she wants to perform. Somebody Mm -hmm. like Cardi, even even though she's red hot, very popular. She's not at that point yet. So, yes, she has a lot of things to fund. So, she needs to make that money. So, outside the fact that, yes, she made love money... She also needs it for a lot of things. And it's just, again, yo, keep in mind, she, she had a kid. Even though she had plastic surgery, she was breastfeeding the kid. Which, she still performed pregnant. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. People, like, yeah, she people did. are
0: like, oh, Beyonce did all this pregnant. And it's like, yeah, Cardi just didn't go on a world tour. Yeah. But she still did a lot of things pregnant. Yeah and um, I
1: understand Beyonce is like on god level <laughs> yeah and like,
0: she's also not a good communicator but the difference between Beyonce is that she actually doesn't put shit out yeah because she knows she can't communicate yeah that's like one of the things that you saw yeah in the documentary mm-hmm. Beyonce can't speak yeah she, she just doesn't like know <laughs> what to say which is yeah. even which is better than over talking like yeah Beyonce. exactly but but yeah so my thing is, I don't get, like, yo, shit, a Cardi B is on a fucking international world level right now. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is her PR team at? Yeah. PR team, just tell her, Cardi, if you say, hey, guys, I had to get an operation due to my pregnancy. Yes, it is a plastic surgery. I, I love my boobs. Oh, crrr. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm suffering right now. Yeah. So I need to recover. Sorry. Everyone will be like, yeah, no. Oh, wow. I mean... You know, maybe folks will still hate. Maybe throw a little jokes, shade because of the yeah. boob job or whatever. Yeah. But like, folks yeah. will still do that. They don't know what uh, what culture was doing to her nipples. We yeah. had no idea what seriously. culture was tearing those shits up. Seriously, like, seriously. And it's just culture. Something, ease up on the nipples, bro. Yeah, but seriously, I mean, girl.
1: yeah. I was about to say, like, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> don't get offset that, but just but uh, yeah, it's just something where it's and it also go back to what you said before too. It's sometimes based on what it is either the majority or the minority speak yeah. you know it's similar to just to quickly touch on it like what was it like a couple days ago people was like literally going yo celebrate when Pusha T defeated Drake and this that and the third cause it happened last year the whole beef and the back and forth and oh. all that stuff and it's like it's Ooh. moments like that it's moments like that though but it's funny because it's like yeah. alright this is where you see alright the majority, when they have their moment, they have their moment, and when the minority have their moment, they have their moment. So I just think it's one of those moments where for Cardi, it's like, yeah, a lot of people are gonna want to come out. Plus, there was the whole thing with the whole video about, oh, Cardi might be a rapist and things of that nature. Okay, I don't play say, with, I don't play with that topic. So I'm like, yo, listen, man, that ain't. Me. I have
0: to say something about that. Okay, if you are, can we also see who we're defending here? Okay, mm-hmm. we're defending someone. That legitimately thought that they could go back to a hotel mm. with a stripper mm. to have sex with them. And they got got. Mm. Okay. But
1: wouldn't some also be like, oh, aren't you like
0: victim shaming? I am victim shaming. At
1: least you're honest. At least you're honest. You At go, honest. You go into honest. a
0: motel with the stripper. Now, I'm not trying to be little strippers or anything. But I'm saying it's like known that strippers don't necessarily put out. That's yeah. not their job. They're not... Yeah. I guess they're in the vicinity of sex work, mm-hmm. but they're not putting out. Like, it's it's not what they're contracted to do. Yeah. So it's like, shit, I mean... You are? Are you gonna go with a dude to his hood to pick up weed? No, because yeah. you might get jumped. Yeah. Have a little bit more street smarts, but I'm victim shaming. But like, yeah that's what they know. do. You will be canceled. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm gonna get canceled, canceled before, culture, right? before before I ever even blow. Six years from now, somebody goes back to this. Ah uh-huh. ha They'll be like, he's victim blaming, yeah. and then I'm gonna get back up on stage. I'm gonna be like, yeah, all you dudes that got got by Cardi B tough dog i don't know (laughs) what to tell you i'm not trusting that why would i trust that you know what's crazy though it's like
1: it's crazy these days that honestly and it's and this this might get me in the bind, but i've always felt this way (laughs) so i've said this publicly it's just like i'm always with standing with victims and like nurturing them but I, i felt like the, the days have gone by in which, while nurturing them, we could just simply, like, hold somebody responsible.
0: Just hold them responsible. But at
1: the same time of holding responsible, is just, like, we're just putting you on game. Like, compared to, like, living in the inner city, like, yo, if I was to walk through a neighborhood and somebody said, yo, don't walk through that neighborhood past 7 o'clock at night. Which is pretty
0: early, goddamn. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. Like, don't walk past that yeah, at yeah. night.
1: Because it's Friday. Everybody's out and about. Yeah. It's crazy. Don't walk through there. And I walk through and unfortunately something happens to me. Get jumped or whatever. For as much as it's like, yes, support me during my time of need. Definitely do me justice and get whoever. But at the same time, like whoever's trying to put me on game for advice... They shouldn't be put up into like be like, oh, you're victim shaming. No, how about I actually need this advice? What you say again? I shouldn't go by by what time? Yeah. I shouldn't wear this? I shouldn't yeah. look this way? Like, you can't even do that now. Because everybody looks at it like, oh, you're victim shaming. It's like, no. I am actually turning a victim into a survivor. You guys right. enable victim mentality because you baby the victims. There's no putting people on the game. And that's why victims keep on being victims and not survivors and eventually heroes.
0: That's a, that's a good little gem. That's a good little gem. But it's also because people always want to also take the contrarian point. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, you know, she should like, it doesn't give her the right to do it. And I'm like, yeah, I never said what she did was right. Mm-hmm. I just said I don't feel entirely too bad about yeah. them. And both things can be true. Exactly. People forget that like they're not ex- they're they're not like yeah. inter- like they are exclusive like yeah. what Cardi did was wrong. You shouldn't be drugging people and robbing them. But anyway, scam girl. Anyway, <laughs> but also who are these dudes that yeah. are going to motels with random strippers and um, thinking that it's completely safe? Yeah, I don't know. Gotta know. You that. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, c- can we can has it have any of them come out? Nope. Probably not. Because they're probably like, yo, I'm not trying to get the spotlight on me because yeah. I might be a little sketch. Yeah. You know what I mean? hmm So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, yeah, you know, but, yeah, I, I, you know people – this is just a general topic of, like, people don't associate celebrities with being humans. And it's mm-hmm. like they're still human, bro. Like, they are. That's, that's why celebrities take their own lives. Yeah. That's why celebrities – just like how we have colds and we need to call out of work, they have colds on – three different levels because they're taking their lives yeah. like I'm not talking about all celebrities now but like performers yeah they're going night after night jet here jet there i mm-hmm. don't get me wrong they're, different times they're time they're rich different yeah they're but, rich but these people are still made of flesh and blood yeah. yeah
1: and they often said too multiple times man that traveling that tour life isn't a great life no it really a isn't a lot of people
0: say it's not
1: it's not but before we sign off though I want to give a huge shout-out to Meek Mill for uh, oh, the exposing the the, uh, the, Cosmo, the the Cosmopolitan in Vegas. in Vegas because they were denying him entry onto onto their property for really no reason at all. Um, there wasn't any legitimate reason, and they even threatened to say, like, yo, we'll arrest you on the spot. We'll, we'll call the police and they'll arrest you. Yeah. So I really wanted to say shout-out to Meek and a reminder to all the minorities, especially us brothers and sisters, man. Ooh. Not all the time you gotta take your money to these white establishments. Fact. Sometimes you gotta chill on your own, and and the biggest way to really hurt them is to again you gotta hurt the pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like me going to this back and forth, and I heard a great point from the Joe Budden podcast the other day, which is you gotta think of this. Meek is speaking with the dude who's telling him no. You gotta understand. Chances are, you're speaking with the dude that's telling you no. That was told no by another guy, and that guy was told no by the top guy on top. Yeah. So it's like, why really argue with this bottom level dude? Like, you got yes. still two or three more people to go through. And at what point does it get you? They yeah. they clearly have something against you for a reason, and you don't need to give them your time, your money, your visibility because you already know they would spin that into yo Meek Mill was here. It's like, don't do that. Like So, I want to con- uh, give Meek a huge kudos, along with giving a huge kudos to Drake, because apparently, Air Drake, the uh, the, the plane, the plane that is. I told people a few episodes ago that, hey, if they had applications for flight attendants, I would easily apply.
0: Because
1: uh-huh. I'm stepping foot in that goddamn bedroom he got. He told us on Sicko Mode, man, 757, man, that Ishku double bedrooms, man. And I've seen the bedrooms, they're real. I would apply just to step foot. Apparently. So you would apply to step foot in Drake's bedroom. Hey, yo. I'm doing it. I'm not homophobic. I'm stepping in and I'm taking pictures. Yo, shorty, we here. Drake apparently got the private airplane for free.
0: Yeah, but it's also not a jet. Like, people think it's a jet. It's a big-ass plane. It's literally a a plane. It's a plane
1: plane. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: big. The, apparently he
1: got it because the company basically believes that the publicity will be worth it in the long run
0: I'm, I'm sure it won't be
1: that's that even the entire plane is worth off to 200 million dollars that's why who all Drake has to do is travel around the world and and take flicks for
0: Instagram I'm reading it. I'm reading it in a double XL but what I'm saying is, who's following Drake that has $200 million in their back pocket to be able to afford a Boeing fucking cargo plane, dog? Unless they're unless this place is trying to sell sneakers, I don't know what type of units they're moving. Hey, man. He told us. I should have listened. I should have recognized
1: he wouldn't have said 767. Dude, when Drake
0: says that. something, he does it because he's filthy rich and he's petty. Okay?
1: 767, man. That good double bedrooms, man. I was like, wow, that's a nice
0: little bar. That's a big-ass plane, bro. Actually I would love to like connect with whoever CEO that is and be like, yo, I would love to see how many units he pushed for you. Yeah, like, seriously, right? Be like,
1: all right, let's really see Can I see what the units are with this. Are you
0: giving him a unique purchase link? Because we're trying to track this. Who the yeah. hell is following Drake that has that type of cash? I
1: on? got it. Hold up. Okay. It's like, oh. Hold on. Where is it at?
0: Imagine it's like, oh, Drake, Drake is close to plane. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and buy that.
1: That's crazy. He really told us the double bed moves, bro.
0: Check silver stripes. That's what I like. That's what I like.
1: Oh, I gotta bring that back. Hold yeah. up. That's crazy. What would you do, Gianni, if you got an airplane with double bedroom? What would you do? Um, no. Would you have sleepovers or wouldn't you sleepovers? What is a double bedroom? Hold up. Wow. see Double bedroom? What is
0: a double bedroom? Two bedrooms. Just two bedrooms.
1: North, south, east, west of the plane. Pot out. That's how we get down. That's and that's a, a drink.
0: That, that's just offensive to, to us. Our dream. <laughs> I got I got a two-bedroom in Harlem.
1: Hey, that's <laughs> a dream. That's a dream for a lot of people. Harlem Town. That's a dream say, for a lot Harlem of people. Ah,
0: ah, ah. 135th in Amsterdam. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Don't come to my block, though.
1: Um, hey, that's a dream for a lot of people. Amen. If your rent, if your rent's like reasonable too.
0: Oh, it's steel.
1: Oh, you're living an American dream.
0: Oh, I know. You're living an American dream. Oh, I know. Because my apartment's totally not. I'm nice. living the American dream with only Dominicans on my block. Mm. And I love it. I love it. Are you going to pull up the Dykeman? Uh, sometimes, it gets a little too ratchet for me up there Oh, you gotta go
1: you gotta <laughs> go to the, see the basketball game. No, listen, I pull up the diamond You gotta pay homage to La Marina
0: I, don't, I can only get drunk off nutties that many times, okay I, You gotta pay homage to La Marina uh, yeah, I I I put up the candle for La Marina. One
1: train hopping back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in right
0: next to the run train, so i no, I'd be up there, but not like that though. Maybe <laughs> a little bit too much, too much, too much. Uh, rainbow sail dresses. Yeah. Uh, too many do rags with the with the cape out, even though that's like cool now. It's a uh, superhero. Yeah, it's a superhero. Yeah. A- I just want someone to get the extendo cape. Yeah. That goes down to their ass, and they could like. Yeah, right. whole swing thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and be a, like a sassy boy. Oh, that my God. But, nah, but, yeah, Drake, shout out to you. Uh, I guess I'll buy a plane. Oh, yeah, I'm tomorrow. definitely. I'm, yo, send me the link. Is the link in your bio?
1: I do it if they have a payment plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I? Give me a 20-year payment yeah, plan. Yeah, can
0: I have a 50-year payment plan? <laughs> you got that on layaway? Big facts.
1: But, yo, before we sign off, Louise, please let the people know where they can follow you. Let them know
0: what to expect. Okay. You can follow me at Luis Galilei on Instagram. Um, I have a podcast called The SEL Podcast. Topical stuff. We have great guests come on. We really bring the funny the funniness out of our guests. Um, I got a show, a monthly show in the um, East Village called Risa Comedy. It's at the Bowery Electric. And then I got another monthly show uh, on June 13th called pilas Comedy Show. Um, and that's in Bushwick and you can find all that stuff on my regular Instagram Um, and that's it man show love if you're ever in the city Mm -hmm. and you need it doesn't even matter if you're not around for my show just hit me up in the DMs or whatever be like hey I'm in the city any free shows I can go to there's always great shows every night Mm -hmm. some friends run them they're free so it's not like you're out here paying out the ass, Seriously, so it'll be fun, man.
1: Seriously, Luis, thank you so much for coming yeah, on, I appreciate you man. guys having me. I really man. loved the opportunity to talk comedy, cause yeah. I it's it's rare. Yeah. It's really, really rare. Yeah. So it's been great. So again, definitely make sure you guys follow with me, man, over here, Luis. And, of course, thank you guys for listening to the show. Episode 85 is concluding. Once again,
0: Ocho Cinco.
1: That's right. Shout out to Chad the Goat. Make sure that you follow us on all socials at 4 Pod and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And as the sign-off goes, free the boys up top, free the boys down low. You already know how we rockin', man. Ah, ah, ah. I'll talk to you next time.